Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You ever tried to get a camping spot in British Columbia? It can be kind of a challenge to use the government's online reservation system, especially if you're going for a campsite at a popular provincial park. It can be difficult. I've been on that system before in the past, and I've just seen like campsites just get snapped up and you get blo- you get locked out. A lot of other kind of challenges if you want to use our public park system, especially in the lower mainland, even if you're just going like for a barbecue or something or a family picnic can be tough. I mean, you have trouble getting parking. You can tough have difficulty getting a good spot. Really, really good article, I thought, on this on the front page of the Vancouver Province newspaper yesterday, my favorite newspaper. One of the people quoted in there is Chris Ludwig. He's the president of the BC Mountaineering Club, and I'm very pleased to welcome him. Hi, Chris. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm great. Thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, that was an interesting article, I thought, in the Province newspaper yesterday, and you're quoted in there. What, do you, what are your thoughts on the, the BC Park system right here now? Do you think we're managing our parks uh, correctly? I think uh, parks is hugely under uh, resourced and underfunded, so uh, I think they're very limited in what they can do. And I know, for instance, the Joffrey Lakes uh, issue, which has been in the media a lot lately. You know, the overcrowding there we see, of course, the parking chaos that's going on is consuming an inordinate, inordinate amount of resources from BC Park staff. So they're really kind of bare bones, and of course, the demand is growing at double the rate in terms of hiking the number of hikers is increasing at double uh, the rate of the population of gvrd so it's it's uh, a huge problem okay it almost sounds like what almost like we're a victim of our own success everybody wants to get outside and enjoy the beauty of our province but if you get so many people man it can get pretty crowded and people can people gonna have trouble finding a spot for themselves it is, and also there is a lack of inventory uh, in terms yeah. of trail and camping inventory, um, and that, of course, you know, the promotion of the outdoor lifestyle, and obviously, you know, we're living in a more urban environment, so getting out and enjoying nature is good for our spiritual and mental well-being, but yeah. uh, at the same time, we're loving our places to death, um, and we've not made the hard choices and decisions to manage them and prepare for uh, this this current future, which is today, which was in many ways foreseeable. Yeah, do you think there's a, a lot of, tour, uh, is there a tourism component to this? Like we got a lot of people visiting our province, and which is great. I mean, we want the tourists to come here, but does it also lead to kind of overcrowding in some parks? Well, there is, and uh, certainly, you know, I, I'm involved in volunteer trail building. I'm a trail crew chief, so I'm out there with 20 or even 50 volunteers working on trails, and I do encounter uh, in the wilderness people from all around the world, and they're discovering, for instance, trails that we put in and work on from, like, Destination BC and different tourism, you know, sort of, and also online blogs, and, you know, so it's spread out there um, very quickly now, and especially in the age of social media, something that's a secret or an Instagram spot will blow up in the course of a month and everyone knows about it so that's part of it as well 
Speaking of Chris Ludwig, he's the president of the BC Mountaineering Club. Yeah, I've I've heard about that, and and the article in the the province newspaper yesterday got into that. Some you might have some popular spots, like a you know a real popular swimming hole. You know, that people might find a perfect spot for a picnic or swimming or something like that. Man, once it gets on Facebook or something like that, forget about it being private anymore. It does. I mean, for instance, when we put in the Water Sprite Trail, um, there's this one place called the Prow, which is this rock that overlooks all the valley and all the glaciers are around. And, you know, once that got out on Instagram, it's like everyone has to stand on it or do a handstand on it. And, uh, you know, oh. thousands and thousands of pictures of people doing that. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but uh, the message I put out there is one of education, of collective responsibility, that these areas were all in this together. And if we abuse them, if we leave garbage, we damage them, and we are irresponsible in our hiking and our backcountry use, then we will face closures and restrictions and damage destroyed yeah. areas. Um, and that's that. no one wants that. Yeah, the Water Sprite Trail, that's up near Squamish, I think, right? It is, yes. It's 20 kilometers uh, east of Squamish. Right, Um, right. It's something the club has put a lot of time and energy into managing cooperatively with uh, Ministry of Forest Lands and Natural Resource Operations. And the thing is, is it's probably one of the first uh, sort of alpine, you know, open, beautiful hikes really put in in years. Um, And that's why the minute something opens up, it's an explosion of people, right? Um, But I have been very impressed with generally the responsibility the lack of litter the lack of damage sort of the the attitude has been quite good and i think with parks a lot of people assume that oh it's my tax dollars maintaining this area so if i leave garbage or whatever it's you know it's someone else is going to take care of it whereas the message is in the case of an area like water sprite this is us as volunteers doing it it's not your tax dollars but it's some person like yourself that has to clean it up and fix it so maybe that attitude has helped how about booking a campsite? Is that is that still problematic? I know that it was really difficult a few years ago. I think the government changed the online booking system a little bit, made it a little bit more equitable, and give people a better better chance to book a, a campsite. But that can still can that still be tough, especially in a popular park? Well, it is like say Alton Lakes, you know, where um, you know there's a set number of tent camping sites or platforms, and uh, they book up really quickly, especially on weekends. Yeah. Although what I find often is during the week. You know, like, for instance, I'll be up and working on a trail. I might see 200 people go by on a weekend. And then if I'm up there in the week uh, days, I might see four or six people. So yeah. it's often the weekend warrior thing, which is saturating areas. But the weeks themselves are fairly sparse. Okay. Would that be a good tip for them for people? Let's say people are trying to think of, wow, I'd love to get away for a nice camping getaway here before the summer is over. Um, would that be what sort of a tip or advice would you give to people to find a nice campsite? Well, that would be one. Certainly try it. I know it's not practical for a lot of people, but midweek certainly works. And there's also a lot of trails that don't have a lot of use just because they're not the Instagram, you know, the Joffrey Lakes, the, you know, the uh, Elfin Water Sprite, or sorry, Water Sprite and, uh, and say, uh, Garibaldi Lake. You know, there's many other uh, options out there. And you can learn about them through, you know, hiking guidebooks or joining one of the outdoor clubs. You know, the outdoor clubs like the BC Mountaineering Club go, go to hundreds of destinations, not just the same five. So. Yeah, what would you say? Um, would you say we need more? We need more parks. We need more campsites. We just, like you said, we need more inventory. Is that what you said? Was that what you think? 
we need more inventory. Um, yeah. um, but it's not it's not so entirely simple because when you're putting in inventory, it has to be compatible with wildlife. It has to be compatible with you know with the conservation aspects. You can't just throw a trail in anywhere. Um, and also, there's the amount of resources. There's some right now. You know, the agencies like BC Parks and and Flinro Mountain. Uh, so that's um, Ministry of Forest Lands, Natural Resource Operations. Right. Our club, for instance, has I think half of their entire budget for the Sea to Sky in terms of trails. This is a volunteer group, so they're they're cash starved. They don't have the manpower. Um, so what it you know would be nice to see is if a fraction of these tourism dollars, these billions of tourism dollars, were to be reinvested into you know into trail crews, volunteer trail crews, and also BC parks, and and I think we'd see a huge rate of return. Because, you know, the economic value is such that, say, someone goes to Squamish, they go to hike the Water Park Trail off of Lakes Trail, they're buying gas, they're buying, they're eating in the restaurants after the hike, they're even staying overnight, they're spending a great deal of economic energy. Yeah, um, and I think right. that's not, that's really understated, um, the value of that. And I'd like to see some of that reinvested into, you know, the infrastructure that creates the experience for everyone. Chris, I think you guys do an awesome job there at the uh, BC Mountaineering Club. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Yeah, you bet. I appreciate it. That is Chris Ludwig. He is the president of the BC Mountaineering Club.